Oh, snap! The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. Well, if I sound a little funny today, it's because <sighs> I had to go get a deep cleaning on my teeth. Yeah. So I haven't been back to the dentist to get a teeth cleaning in almost three years. I know, crazy, right? And I will say to those of you that have not done it, uh, have not had your teeth cleaned <laughs> in the last you know, year or so, get back in there. Because the longer you wait, the more plaque builds up and the deeper they have to crank on your teeth. Yeah, they have to shoot you up with lanocaine and all this other kind of stuff just to deaden it so they can get the plaque off. I mean, my teeth look clean. Definitely, I was wrong. Yeah. Ouch. It hurt. So my tongue is just now where it's, uh, you know, able to flop around in my, inside of my mouth like it's supposed to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what happened today. And if you're wondering why uh, Brian's brief did not get uh, up on the site uh, until now, because we're going to do Brian's brief now on Thursday, just for this week, because I've been traveling and uh, a lot of been things have been going on. Sometimes I do a replay when I'm traveling and don't have time to get a podcast up. But I I think that many times it's good for you guys to hear things over again uh, more than once. So anyway, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. We are going to talk about Brian's brief today. Um, however, I want to say this. Don't forget that uh, tonight, this is Thursday, tonight is Yappy Hour. Now, I don't know when you guys are listening to the podcast, but every Thursday from 6 p.m. Mountain Time until midnight, we have our Yappy Hour sale going on. We have food, supplements, bones, and treats. All right, we have it all right there at Raw Dog Food and Company. And one thing that you might notice on some of the products, we have videos now where uh, you can actually see what the treats look like, how soft they are, how hard they are, uh, can you cut them or not. Many of the blends will be showing um, what they look like on the plate so you can see that the bone content is not scary. Not scary. I, I don't, uh, yeah, no. I mean, I've never seen a big bone. And even when I do, it doesn't bother me because the dog's just going to swallow it. And is that going to, is that going to cause an obstruction? I, no. They're not big enough. <laughs> they're just just not big enough. And they're raw. All right? So come on now. Come on now. We got to snap out of it. Don't be like freaking out uh, on the raw. Um. Okay. So let's see. What else do I want to tell you? Oh, we are going to have, a, I should have that out pretty quick, where Dr. Cowan, uh, Dr. Thomas Cowan, you know, Mr. Controversial to a lot of people. They don't like the fact that he said there aren't any viruses, but I think what you want to do is listen to what he has to say and uh, listen to the research that he's done. He's not just pulling this out of his sphincter after all. I mean, you can't make bold claims 
without actually doing scientific work. Well, that's not really true, is it? I hear it every day. So, okay, let me just give you an example. Um, someone called me today on the advice of their vet because their cat has been eating raw, doing fabulous, but he, the cat, you know, the last thing that the cat kind of sniffed around on and ate a little bit of was turkey necks. Turkey necks, lots of beef on, or lots of meat, I should say, not beef on turkey necks. That'd be weird. That'd be geo sequencing, wouldn't it? But anyway, uh, a lot of meat on the turkey necks. Um, anyway, so the pet parent said, well, my cat was acting lethargic. Now he wasn't throwing up and he didn't have diarrhea. He just wasn't interested in eating and she felt like he was lethargic. So she ran him to the vet. This was an integrative vet, by the way. And she said, so the vet advised me to call you and, you know, tell you there's something wrong with that. And I said, well, okay, do we have any uh, fecal examples uh, or test? No. Um, any blood work, any, any kind of test done at all? No. I said, so this was just an assumption? Uh, that's what her vet said. I said, well, there's not much we can do with an assumption. <laughs> we kind of have to have, you know, a trail, uh, something that says, you know, okay, it wasn't flea and tick or heartworm or vaccines or toxins that the pet picked up, or maybe just had a bad day. I don't know. But it's amazing to me that the the veterinary industry can just make these assumptions and that pet parents don't even ask for, how did you come up with that? Is that just the easiest thing that flew at your sphincter side? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. The, I just don't get it. And this is, this is what leads me to Brian's uh, beef uh, that he sent me. This article is, is <laughs> dog DNA found into dog foods, dog DNA found into dog foods. Now, last time I checked carnivores don't eat carnivores. Um, but I think what bothers me about this article and this article is coming from uh, Susan Thixton. Um, but the FDA is so hard on us raw dog food companies because it is mother nature. And I guess that's sort of like vitamin D and sunshine and, and even marijuana, right? Wherever you stand on marijuana, I'm not a marijuana partaker, but uh, you know how they just want to hold like, or they wanted to hold CBD down. It's all these things that, you know, kind of mother nature provides and they can't get their hands on. So by golly, it is not, it is not good. Um, and so they really are hard on raw dog food companies. But when you really take a look at the supposedly safe pet foods that are out there and the ones that they push that are just horrible for your pets, whether they're cats or dogs. And this one, uh, Brian's Beef, is, is this one that DNA analysis, a DNA analysis reveals as many as 17 undisclosed ingredients in dog food. And so dog DNA was found in uh, two pet foods, along with a long list of other ingredients that were not disclosed by the manufacturer. So the University of New Mexico, they published a study uh, evidencing a wide awake nightmare of pet food. 
Now, the research did not provide the brand names of the pet foods tested. And I'm wondering why. Why weren't the names listed on these pet foods tested? Hmm, got to wonder. <sighs> okay, here's what it says. Um, one of the undeclared ingredients, okay, that was found in this these foods that were tested. And this article just came out in April. So it's not like it's, a, it's an old article, but one of those undeclared ingredients in the dog food was dog. And it was found in two of the six pet foods tested. Now, in this article, it says this is the third time in four years that dog food has tested positive for dog DNA. So you got to ask the question, uh, how's that happening? I mean, does someone have an agreement with big pet food to get the dogs that are euthanized or are killed on the streets or, you know, die in the shelters or whatever, do they have an agreement to pay for those bodies and put them in dog food? That's not good. And remember, there was a lawsuit against Rachel Ray Nutrition dog food because of uh, a DNA analysis uh, on their food. But the DNA analysis of these six dog foods that nobody will tell us what the names of them are, uh, they found that every single pet food included multiple ingredients not disclosed on the label. Now, the federal and state pet food regulations, they require disclosure on the label of all ingredients included. All ingredients included. If an ingredient is not disclosed, if it's not listed in the ingredient panel, the pet food would be mislabeled. And all six of these pet foods tested were mislabeled. Now, what you guys can't see is a supporting table from this study. And um, what I look at here are the bold fonts are ingredients that were listed on, on the label. Um, and then they have in unbolded font ingredients that are not listed on the label, but are found in the pet food. And it says, as you can see, the majority of the results are not listed as bold. In other words, most of the results are ingredients found in these pet foods that are not listed on the label. This is what really crawls up my sphincter is because, you know, it, when you look at the food that we represent, very few ingredients, guys. Meat. So if it's beef, it's beef. It's beef bone. It's beef organs. Naturally occurring beef fat. That's it. And if there's tripe, then the tripe is going to be labeled. If it's one of the blends that has 7% fruits and veggies, that will be in there. If it's a blend that has uh, turkey protein or turkey meat and pork organs, it will state it that way. But you know what all of these things are. You know what meat, bones, organ, and fat are, right? You know what kidneys are. You know what spleen are. You know what pancreas is. Um, come on. Why are they picking on us constantly when you've got all of these big companies violating the rules, right? Seems like it's a two-tier system in the pet food industry, like raw 
Mother Nature against all of these other ones, like, you know, Rachel Ray or some type of beautifully, you know, colored kibble. All right. So th there's a lot in here. So th they run all these samples. They have all of these different undisclosed ingredients in this food. And it says not only did all the pet foods analyzed contain multiple ingredients not listed on the label, uh, but many of these didn't even contain the ingredients they claimed to contain, right? So well, like one of them, for instance, it, it, it claimed to contain beet, beets, B-E-E-T-S, and it didn't have any beets in it. And then there was another that claimed, oh, it has salmon, you know, because salmon's a great omega-3. Didn't have a speck of salmon in there. Zip, zero, not a none. Sample six, it claimed to contain sweet potato because everybody loves a sweet potato for the dogs, except for us. Uh, yeah, it didn't have any of that in there either. <laughs> and here it is on the FDA website, guys. It says the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. They regulate pet food similar to that for other animal foods. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, the FDN. C Act requires that all animal foods, like human foods, be safe to eat, produced under sanitary conditions and contain no harmful substances and be truthfully labeled. Well, there's something wrong here. Because truthfully labeled is not happening. Ain't happening. That's what Brian's got a beef about this. It ain't happening. Amen, Brian. 100% of the pet foods analyzed in this test um, were mislabeled. <laughs> and, you know, as it states on this, it doesn't get more untruthfully labeled than that. The following message was sent to the FDA, by the way, from the University of New Mexico. Um, and they... They sent it from the Department of Chemistry and Chemical Biology, and uh, the paper was titled Using Pet Food as the Subject to Investigate the Effectiveness of Whole Genome Sequencing and the Authentic Authentication of Highly Processed Complex Food. That hurts my body when I just hear those words, highly processed complex food. It's sort of like, I'm just going to throw everything in there so you don't know what's good and, and you can't really question me whatever. Okay. The researchers DNA analyzed six dog foods. All six dog foods contain multiple ingredients, as many as 17 that were not disclosed on the label. Two of the six dog foods contained dog DNA. Now this is what they're saying to the FDA. They go on to state that the FDA website states what I just read you that, you know, it be truthfully labeled. And it, at the end said, pet owners deserve to know the FDA is properly monitoring the pet food industry and pet owners deserve to be able to trust the ingredient statement on labels. Well, first you got to trust the FDA, but I digress. And it ends with, on behalf of pet food consumers, we are asking the FDA to provide pet owners some type of evidence that the agency is properly monitoring the pet food industry. Not just the industry. Uh, we also asked the agency to provide pet owners some type of evidence that the FDA is validating 
was bold, that the the, uh, FDA is validating ingredient statements on pet food labels. And they said, we await your response. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see if uh, anything comes back from the FDA. They'll probably say something silly like, oh, we're sorry. Sorry, sorry. We'll do better next time and give some, you know, whitewashed, stupid answer. I'm sorry. It just, seriously, can you not see the follow the money um, is is real? Follow the money. It's real, folks. And if the FDA and all of these agencies are in it together, I mean, how safe is it? And yet, when we follow Mother Nature, when we actually feed the food, feed the food that our dogs and cats are designed to eat, we have traditional health professionals like integrative vets say, oh, well, you need to call your raw dog food company because, you know, I'm pulling this out of my sphincter. But I think it has something to do with the raw food. I'm sorry, Mr. White Coat, did you have any evidence? Well, no, I don't, sir. I do not have any evidence, but I am a white coat. And therefore, you should just trust me. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that makes sense to me. (laughs) What? (laughs) Don't snap out of it. If it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. And I'm sorry, that doesn't make sense. We have to learn how to ask questions. Really, where's your evidence? Where might that be? So bravo uh, to you. This was the University of New Mexico doing their study. I like it. Let's see what they have to say. But again, they can say whatever they want and keep rolling down the line and doing whatever they want. And, And you know, the evidence will show, folks, that no dogs die on raw dog foods. They just don't. They don't die on Mother Nature's food. But how many pets have we seen um, damaged, chronically ill um, from bad food and bad medicine? Yeah. I I don't know. <laughs> we say it all the time. Are they trying to kill us? Sure does seem like it. <laughs> oh, man. All right, everybody, uh, get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, rawdogfoodandcompany.com. I'd love to hear what you have to say about the videos that we've put out. So where do you find them? If you, let's say you go on a beef PMR, I know there's one there, or on our turkey tender treats, there's this little round circle and you click on that and uh, you will hear my voice talking about a product. And um, I hope those are helpful for you to give you a better idea of what you are buying. If you have any questions, you have our chat site. I know some of you use the app and unfortunately the videos that we have that are describing the food are not on the app yet, but they are on the website. Um, The Learning Center is a great place that you can go as well. And we should have videos here shortly for all of our newbies and uh, those coming off of uh, Kibble. That will give you the one, two, three, four-step process, make it super easy for you. We want you to be confident, and we want you to go out there and be a champion for your dog and be the voice for your dog or cat and uh, help, help uh, you know, help slap some sensicalness into this nonsensical world. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you soon. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com.
where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. Thank you, Brian, from Brian's Brief. We'll see y'all soon, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh, snap, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.